So very warm welcome. Um, Q1 figures of Mutaris, a private equity uh, specialist for uh, turnaround situations. We had actually a very, very uh, strong Q1 into the year, um, despite all the um, circumstances in the geographical market. I would like to start with the financials and then give you a little bit a um, rundown through, um, through the portfolio development, but also through the outlook for Q2. When you look at the group revenues, the group revenues significantly increased from uh, 493 to more than 850 million. This is predominantly driven by our major M&A activities, which happened in 2021. Adjusted EBITDA is slightly negative, coming from break-even, the adjusted one in 2021, which is good because that means we have acquired a lot of companies with their turnaround potential last year, which we did. Um, large contributors um, such as LMS, um, the entire auto sector, plus La Pair, um, lead to that. So if you look at those numbers, just a EBITDA, negative companies, it's good. We have acquired a loss-making businesses, which we now turn around. We have sold the good businesses, which we also did. And which we now turn around leads to the Mutaris holding, which is the ultimate trigger. So you see revenues going up from 10.9 to 14.7, increase of 3.8 million which clearly indicates we have more people we have more people in the portfolios we have higher revenue and dividends coming from exclusively here from management fees and consulting income which is a stable recurring income and very much predictable the net income effect is 6.8 million in quarter 1 which is a strong strong increase compared to 21 so what you see is that uh, we came in very strong into the first quarter, which I can confirm is driven by January and Feb. Predominantly, March um, was obviously a little bit weaker. April was a little bit weaker. We expect a not so strong Q2, which is uh, mainly driven also by the impact of raw material prices, raw material availability resulting from the Ukraine war of Russia. When we go um, um, into our you know, business and, and, and more into that, we are working in three segments. Again, to repeat that, automotive, engineering technology, goods and services, we're looking for companies 100 to 750 million in turnover. We have acquired um, already four businesses and our revenue grows significantly since 2019. We expect 4 billion this year and also the profit of the holding, which is the ultimate trigger of our success here, um, increased by 50% over the last two years on a yearly basis. And again, is intended to raise by roughly 40% plus in this year. We aim to come to 5 billion and 100 million of, of profit in 2023. When you look at the uh, pipeline, to give you a little bit of flavor on the, on the, on the Q2 uh, market situation, we currently look at 88 projects in, in various stages, whereof seven of them are in a hot list, which hot list means we are at the table, we're negotiating with a seller, we are at a status of the transaction where we make the call if we want to have it or if we don't want to have it. And the target is 12 transactions, where in Q1 we have uh, done three, and I'm absolutely confident and can give you my word that there will be another three in Q2. So uh, we will definitely be on track um, for the 12 transactions. We also run on the, out of our 26 portfolio companies, which are coming second to, we run four exit processes at the moment, also different stages. One is at a very late stage. So um, it's, it's quite hard to judge, but 
I hope that by the end of Q2, beginning of Q3, we're going to strike the, the exit. And then the, the remaining three will be coming in Q3 and Q4 of this year. That's at least the plan um, for the moment. And I'm very confident that we will also exercise this plan and uh, come to a result here. You saw that on the acquisition side, we are quite strong. When you look at the pipeline, we are very strong on the realignment phase, which is the restructuring phase. We bought a lot. You saw the loss and the adjusted EBITDA, but on the other side, you saw the higher revenues for consulting income. This is where we make the money in Q1. Then optimization, that's where the dividends come in later in the year. And then when we do an exit and you have seen four life exit processes, this is then coming in the exit proceeds. Overall, 1.8 to 2.2%, which will lead to at least 72 million of profit in the holding to 88 on that's the span when we take into consideration four billion of turnover, which is which is the aim. We follow that principle. We want to make seven to 10 times our money if we have invested. So far in last year, we've invested 50 million, more than 50 million in the portfolio. This year, we have already invested more than 10 million in the portfolio. So we are very optimistic that we hold our word, we stick to our promise, and we simply deliver. Looking at the life cycle, which is very important, and I would like to stress that this life cycle is a one which we adjust always the end of Q1, which we did now. And we will hold stable for the entire year, and then we will adjust again in Q1 in 2023. So the changes, what you see is um, when you see the harvesting phase, which is the last phase, and let's start with that. It's a clear indication those companies are profitable. Those companies provide dividends. We expect significant dividends from those companies also in this year, in 2022. But also at the same time, those companies are potentially up for sale. And I think it's not a secret to tell you that the four life exit processes we are running at the moment are around those companies. That's our business model. That's why they're in harvesting phase. That's the last stage of the life cycle. So Klesim, Terranor, La Rochette, Olibushapi, and Sabo all raised to the harvesting phase. Bexity left the harvesting phase because we have just sold it to the Raven Group and we have closed the transaction and signed last year and closed the beginning of this year. Optimization phase, you see here predominantly the auto people with Plati, with Kiko, with ISH, with SFC, with Elastomere. So um, those companies are, of course, at the moment under pressure when it comes to restructuring um, because of material shortage, material prices. So the cross margin here is deeply under pressure. On the other side, you see companies like Ganta and Frigo Scania or Repatim, developing very soon after the acquisition already into the optimization phase. And then last but not least, our newly acquired companies as well as um, the ones which are in heavy restructuring are in the acquisition phase or in the realignment phase. The two biggest ones, LaPair and LMS, can give an outlook. We will speak about it in, a, um, in the next weeks um, here on this channel. And then when we, when we have the outlook and give you a little um, Q2, after the Q2, I give you a little bit of full year, we are confident to reach what we set. We are confident and have plans to open an office in Prague. We have opened just Helsinki. And we are also evaluating a potential step into America, into the US. Myself will be there in Q2 and we will make our choice and we will make our decision if we go to America or not. At the moment, it's rather a yes than a no. And then 
ultimately, we want to deliver our guidance. We want to deliver the guidance which was set in the mid of 2020 of 5 billion and 100 million. This is what we want to deliver and is the goal. And keep in mind, we have announced this guidance in 2020, mid of 2020, which was just post-Brexit, which was just the second wave of COVID. No one knew about it. The Ukraine war, no one knew about it. The chip crisis, no one knew about it. So we have delivered against our promise, even though there are a lot of circumstances which are not supporting the business, which absolutely indicates Mutara's business model is a very robust business model. And um, we are fighters and we do what we promise and we deliver what we promise and that we will also do for this year and we will do for the next year and for the years to come. Management is exposed with roughly 38% of shares. Um, we have just invested, or um, also I have invested recently in some director's dealings. So we are absolutely confident to achieve what we said. And we're absolutely confident that we are on the growth and success path, which we have started two and a half years ago and which we will continue for the years to come. Thank you very much for uh, listening on Q1 and um, stay tuned. And hopefully we'll see each other for the annual meeting on the 17th, which is a virtual meeting. And you're all more than happy and invited to join that. Thank you very much. Disclaimer. As described in our legal section on our website www.seat11a.com, this publication is just for informational purposes only. This means it is not considered to give you any investment advice. Any opinion or recommendation expressed by the companies is neither given nor supported by us and should not be considered an investment advice from our side. Also remember that any opinion or recommendation expressed is subject to changes without further notice. The content itself is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, completeness, or timeline of its content. Seat11a.com and its employees disclaim all liabilities for any loss that may arise in any form from any use of information in the video slash audio and from our website. We neither express any opinion on the future value of any security or other investment vehicle, nor recommend any investment based on the information given. Please consider the publications and our website as a platform for companies to present themselves, but you need to seek financial advice from an expert regarding the accuracy and appropriateness of the material presented or recommended by the companies in the publication, as we are just considered a publisher. We may hold and trade any time securities in the presenting company, may it be a listed or private company. By consuming our content, you agree to these terms and the terms in our legal section on our website.